out of coffee? No need to worry. Mater Day Radio is brewing a second cup of the morning blend. I am ready for my second cup, but I we... need some espresso. Do you need an espresso? I, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty hearty. That's like a lot of caffeine <laughs> in that shot. It's Festival of Sleep Day, so I'm, <laughs> I'm fighting that off, but then a nap this afternoon. There are all kinds of feast days this week. Of course, uh, Father Dan Petit talked about this powerhouse of a week that we have coming up last week, too, was also all kinds of things. So I thought we'd spend a little bit of time today talking about some of the feast days. Today, kind of a neat day, the holy name of Jesus. And all month long we're celebrating that, but today is the actual feast day, right? That is it. That's correct. The and whole month Genevieve dedicated today. And St. Genevieve. Yeah. That's a beautiful name too. So I did do a quick research, Pat, and I looked at the meaning of everybody's name. And so your name is Patrick. <laughs> That's now right. it doesn't mean shamrock. It doesn't mean leprechaun. What does Patrick mean? Nobleman. It's nobleman. Nobleman. I like that. Do you like that? Yeah. I don't know if it fits, but I like it. <laughs> I like that too. So I did a quick search too. So Brenda is a form of the name Brandon. Uh-huh. Right, and that means sword or flaming sword, even like that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh that right <laughs> on the fiery. money, right or a little fiery with the with the hair too. The yeah. hair too. Got to keep that red going in there for sure. Now you've been hearing our listeners. Eric Wonderlake has been joining us doing our community calendars and weather today. Eric means forever ruler. Forever ruler. And I think Which about seems like appropriate for today. It does, yeah. right? That's another name. Aaron, of course. Aaron, our our producer. Also, Mountain of Strength. Ooh. Now listen to this. As Sarah Kenzie, our digital media manager, princess. It literally Sarah actually means <laughs> princess. She she would not like that, no, I don't think. No. <clears throat> And then Deborah, which is so amazing. I love this one because she's uh, our executive assistant. B, as in a honeybee. Oh, Deborah perfect. means a bee. So yeah. I feel like we've got some strong names here in the station. We definitely do, but not as strong as, you know, the not name above strong. all names. Oh, absolutely. Every, and yesterday, every knee will bend at yeah. the sound of his name. So that's just one of those feast days. So if you've got some time today, look up what does your name mean? And they should have meaning. It should be something that's, you know, unique and valuable to do and see if maybe it fits Great your personality. Idea. So that, of course, today. So as we move through the calendar now, uh Archbishop Sample was talking about the feast day of the baptism of the Lord. That's next Monday. That's the 8th. If you go one day before another really great day on the 7th, it's the Epiphany. Right. It's the wise men are fine. They have been making their way. Now, last (laughs) Sunday, the good deacon and I went to beautiful St. Rose of Lima Church here in Portland. Father Matt was saying to Mass, you know what they are doing? They're wise men are actually moving across the altar. And he pointed them out. He said, now they are making their way, and by next Sunday, they will be at their nativity scene. I love that. We have a large crutch downstairs. You know, yes. And I was like, where are the wise men? They were under the table. Oh, are so they? They are not coming out till Sunday, according to, to the bee. The bee according is keeping, to the bee. The I crutch, thought yes. maybe you said our wise men were with our, nati- <laughs> our uh, advent wreath. 
Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. We do have wise men. We do not have the Advent wreath, but we will next Advent. I promise you. So the month dedicated to the holy name of Jesus, of course, the month of January is also Protect Life Month. Mm-hmm. And there's a big... Uh, gala event coming up next month in the archdiocese of portland we'll be talking more about that but this month on the 20th it's a big day the 22nd excuse me that day in particular is the day of prayer for the legal protection of unborn children now we have spoken about some of the uh, the events that are coming up and of course the march for life in washington dc always a big event March for Life West Coast. That's coming up. I think they're, are they close in days, a day or two they between certainly are. them? So, so the uh, West Coast March is on that Saturday following the 51st March for Life, which is in Washington on the 19th, but actually starts on the 17th because they're having this big expo that's going to be going on. Oh, okay. So they've turned this into actually a, a several days of events that are going on in addition to just used to be the March. Right. But now they've added all since they figure all these pro-life people are coming from all over the country. And we're talking, you know, the numbers have swelled close to a million before uh, this year. They, they expect several hundred thousand there, but uh, they will have this big expo going on and Life Fest, which is being hosted by the Sisters for Life, who are coming to Portland next exactly. month. Exactly. And our Knights of Columbus. Oh, I think yeah. that would be a wonderful event. Uh, the Good Deacon, one time uh, in his travels, he happened to be in Washington, D.C., and he joined in on that March for Life. He had no plans to do that. He ended up getting on the Metro uh, to get to the to the front line, and he met a group of nuns and a priest, and they're like, oh, here, I have an extra scarf, and here's some gloves, <laughs> and you need to help us carry our sign. And he said, oh, okay, sure enough. So he, he starts walking with them, and he gets to the steps of the Supreme Court, and these nuns, they just kind of keep making their way, making their way up to the steps. And he's like, I keep carrying their sign for him. He said, before I knew it, I was right at the front of the crowd holding the sign. The priest was one of the speakers at the gathering. And so here's Scott. How providential. Yeah. Wow. He's like, that was the most amazing day for sure that he got to celebrate. So. Yeah, you just kind of fall into some of these unique situations, too. So, of course, that day coming up. So let's keep moving through January. This is a beautiful feast day, and I'm beginning to learn a little bit more about this and trying to understand why this is held at kind of a higher level. January 25th, this is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Ah, Right. And of course, we have that. Why are you persecuting? Why are you hurting my people, Paul? And then look at where he became. He he even got after Peter time or two and told <laughs> yes, him to straighten out. <laughs> and he told all kinds of people to straighten out. And he was shipwrecked. I mean, you know, he basically it was the precursor for Gilligan's Island there. So. <laughs> was that I think it was more than a three hour tour, though, that so. he was on. And it lasted more. It, well, Actually, probably his shipwreck lasted just about as long as Gilligan's Island did. On but TV. certainly the conversion of St. Paul. Anybody that I think has been down that road gets that. They almost feel like, I ah, see why why he is, is definitely one of the first. Yes. Uh, because we all kind of, at least I know I, I, when I was coming back to the church, St. Paul is who I looked to. That was so, it. Yeah. And I think it's a good reminder, too, that Christ calls all of us. Mm. All, it, it, no matter your station, every one of us is called to that same conversion. When we had the trip to Rome, uh, there's the one of the basilicas of Paul, 
outside the wall, uh-huh. right? And they actually have relics they believe to be the chains that the angel came and broke. Wow. That set that Paul set free. And uh, there they are. So amazing. I know. Wow. Our church is rich, rich, <laughs> rich indeed. So, uh, and feast days. And many, many feast days. I've also been reading too, we're moving from darkness into light now too. And we've been I noticing the light is coming on outside early and earlier. Within the month of January and the first couple of weeks of February, we're going to gain nearly 45 minutes of really? sunlight. It's a really an incredible shift. And, you know, as we, you know, the darkest part of our existence in winter, the Christ child is born. And then here comes the sun. The light is coming back. And we're going to move all the way into Advent and then, or excuse me, Lent begins in February and then, of course, Easter season. Well, let's get through Christmas first. Is it, okay. Let's get that we're not through with Christmas yet. So don't, don't jump to Ash Wednesday yet. So baptism's baptism of the Lord is the eighth, but you say you keep that celebration going all the way to all the way up to the presentation. And what day is that? So that's in February. February. So that first, I believe that first weekend of February. That's, is that just an excuse? So you don't have to take your tree down. That's exactly what it is. That's part of it. And like (laughs) I said, I told you, I love it. I love the Christmas season and I just want to keep it going. And there's just something about it. And I wait actually till Christmas Eve. I didn't put really anything up until then. And uh, I just want to want to milk it for all it's worth. Everybody else started back in, you know, Halloween. So I'm kind of right. doing the same, but in the actual Christmas season. I think that's perfect, Patrick. <laughs> that's wonderful. So don't feel bad. In fact, you should feel good I if do. your Christmas tree <laughs> is still up. And I hope you enjoy today's second cup. Tasty.